Thank you for joining us on the Crossroads Church Podcast. We are so excited to have you as part of our family. We're a community where people are welcomed home, built up, and sent out. Our prayer is for you to find meaningful relationship and belonging with both God and His people. We'd love to connect with you. Download the Crossroads Church app, follow us on Facebook or Instagram, or simply send us an email at info at mycrossroads.co. We pray that as you hear this message, you encounter Jesus and all that he has in store for you. Good morning, everybody. Around the country and around the world, we are really, really glad that you have chosen to be part of of Crossroads today. God bless you. You know, it has been said that the one thing that is constant in the the world is, is change. That's the one thing that we can count on. There's always going to be change. There's going to be change everywhere. Uh, and, and we understand that and we, we see that just like the seasons go from, they go from, from winter to, to spring and, and spring to summer and summer to fall and fall to winter and that goes on and on again. In the same way, we go through seasons of life don't we? We go through major seasons, but then there's also kind of changes within those, those seasons. An example of that would be in, in school. We go from kindergarten to elementary school to middle school to, to high school, and, 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 but those are huge seasons, but within those little se- big seasons, there's also little seasons, aren't there? There's those, uh, or the changes. There's the changes that we go from, uh, from you know, from different classes. We go through different uh, different schools sometimes we go to to different teachers there's always those changes within those those change and one thing about change too is is there's always a transition when we go from one thing to another isn't there and something that we know is is that we know that we need to manage the change uh, a lot because because we know that the change can either make us or break us how we handle the change But something that we don't think about very often is that also the transitions can make us or break us. I really believe that there are too few people really concentrate and and focus on the transitions and how they handle the transitions because those things are so important. To get from here to here, we have to manage those transitions well. And I know something, I know that, that so many of us are going through times of transition. I know some of you are graduating. I know some of you are, are changing schools. I know some of you are, uh, are, are going to, you know, having, having different friends that you're, you're dating for the first time or you stop dating somebody or you're, you're getting married or you're, you're not married anymore or you're, you're finding a, a career, you're starting a career or maybe you're, you're changing jobs or maybe you're trying to find a job, you're transitioning from where you've been to, to another job or maybe you're retired uh, or, or even maybe you're a brand new Christian, or whatever it is, that we, we go through those changes. But also, we know that every single one of us right now is, are, are going through a change in our nation, a change in our world. Because we've gone from, you know, from, from one part of things to be you know, isolated and socially isolated to, to coming back in to, at some progress, right? There's the phases that we're going into. And we're in this kind of really weird transitional stage, aren't we? And it's kind of that, that stage with, with adolescence when you're, you're not, a, you're not a, a child anymore, but you're not an adult. You're kind of that thing halfway in between. There's that, that gawky stage. And that's kind of where we are right now in, in our world that we're, you know, we're trying to get back to here but uh but we're still here and we're trying to how to figure that out and we're in a time of transition 
Can we talk about transitions and really be real about that? Because transitions can be a, a time of, uh, of, of great opportunity, but they can also be a, a very intimidating thing, can't they? I mean, I think about uh, hermit crabs. And hermit crabs, in order for them to grow, they have to go from, from one shell to another, don't they? And, and they have to walk naked, basically, from that shell over here to go to a bigger shell. And, and they're extremely vulnerable at that time. But also, they won't be able to grow unless they go through that transition of vulnerability. And the same way as, uh, as well with, with walking. I mean, if you walk, to, in order to walk, you have to transition from putting your weight on one foot to putting it on another, to putting it on another. You have to transition in that way. And if you ever watch toddlers, they're adorable trying to, trying to transition, aren't they? They're, that they're, they're not getting that very well. They're trying to navigate that transition, and a lot of times they fall over. And again, if we don't navigate our transitions well, we can fall as, as well. It's a season the transitions are a season of of great opportunity because the only way we're going to learn to to grow is uh and to walk is in order to to go through those transitions but we also know it is a time of vulnerability as well we're going to take a look at a story i love this story it's a story of incredible healing it's a story also of transition and we find it in the book of acts and the book of Acts is really a, it's a book of transitions because the gospels up to this point were the times of, of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They were looking at the life and ministry, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But Acts, there's a big transition there because now it's, it's focusing on what happens after Jesus left this world in bodily form and what's happening with the disciples that, have, uh, that have, are, are now in ministry and, and changing and transforming the world. There's also the, the third chapter of the book of Acts that we're going to be taking a look at is a chapter of transition. This is the first miracle that the disciples do after Jesus left this earth. And it's going to usher in, it's going to be the, the start of many, many, many many more miracles but this is the transition this is the the beginning uh, of that and let's take a look at it found in in acts chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 it says one day peter and john were going to the temple at the time of prayer at three o'clock in the afternoon now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called beautiful where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts let's stop there for a second because when this story took place everything was in transition the church was in a huge transition I mean, first of all, they, they started out, there were 120 people before the day of Pentecost. There was 120 people gathered in an upper room waiting for the Holy Spirit to come on them. Now at the day of Pentecost, where we are right after that, just a few days after that, now they're not people waiting for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has already filled them. They're filled, empowered by the, by the Holy Spirit. But something else, on the day of Pentecost at 9 o'clock in the morning, there were only 120 believers. But Peter gave a, a sermon, and now suddenly at 9.15, there's 3,120 people. I mean, they've gone from a little church into a mega church in only 15 minutes. You talk about transition. And then there's also Peter and John. They're in a state of transition, aren't they? Because they're going to be doing what, what good Jews do at 3 o'clock in Jerusalem in those days. They were going to a time of, of prayer. They were transitioning from whatever they were doing the rest of the day into the time of prayer, going into the temple to pray. 
There was also the, the beggar that he was going through a time of transition, that he was being carried there in order to, to beg at the temple gates. He wouldn't have been the only person there. That's how many, many people got their, uh, their, their sustenance is to be able to beg because they were at the mercy of other people at, the, at, at their mercy and at their generosity. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to, uh, to, to, to live or to, to eat. But here, I had always pictured that that man was already there waiting as Peter and John came in. But if you read the verse that we just read, it's saying that he was being carried in at that moment. He was being carried. So there was that transition there. He was not already there. In other words, he wasn't even at his spot when God gave him his miracle. He wasn't even at his spot. And so many times we think, if I can just do this, if I can just get through this season, if I can just graduate, if I can get, just get a job, if I can just get this job, if I can just get this promotion, if I can just go through this season of life, whatever it is, we keep going. And some of the times we get so caught up in if I can just get there that we forget that God is wanting to do some beautiful, wonderful things before we even get there. You know, men are, are notorious for what we do on long trips if we're driving. So many times we are so absolutely focused and on a quest to get from here to here. And like if the GPS says you're going to be there at 8.15, we're on this quest to, we're going to get there at 7.30, right? I mean, guys, come on, be honest. I know there's some ladies looking at some guys right now. And so, so we're on this quest, and a lot of times we miss the, the beauty on the way. I mean, we can be going by the Grand Canyon. We can be going by the Grand Tetons. We can be in Yosemite, and we are so determined to get from point A to point B that we miss the beauty all around us. And something else, a lot of times we miss the relationships around us as well. I mean, one of our children look at us, and they say, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom. And they, the dad looks at them and says, we just went six, you just went six hours ago. I mean, we only have four more hours to go. Certainly, you can hold it four more hours. And sometimes we forget everything. We miss all of life because, uh, because we're so determined to get from point A to point B. And the great thing is God wants to go on the whole trip. God is, hear this, God is not just the God of the destination. He's the God of the journey. He's the God of on the way. And so many cool things happen in life on the way. I want to take a look at just a couple of those. One is in, uh, first of all, some of Jesus' greatest ministries were on the way to doing something else. Here's one of them. A man named Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on the way... The crowds almost crushed him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of her cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Jesus was on the way to do another miracle, and on the way, this lady's life was transformed. There's another great story in the book of Acts, and here it is in Acts chapter 8. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road, uh, the desert road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. So we started out, and don't miss this, on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in the charge of all the treasury of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home, he was sitting in the chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Long story short, 
the Philip tells the Ethiopian about Jesus, he comes to faith in Christ, is baptized, and all of it, so for Philip was on his way to just obey God, and the Ethiopian eunuch was there, and, and God converged those two things on the way. God does some of his best work on the way. You know, some of the best times in our, our life that we ever go through in life aren't on our calendar, are they? Some of the best things you have ever encountered in life aren't on your calendar. Some of the best times and deepest times you've have, ever had with God aren't on your day timer, aren't on your planner, aren't on your five-year your, you know, your, uh, outlook, are they? Some of the best times you ever had with your spouse or your friends. Sometimes the best times you ever had with your children, you didn't put it on the calendar. God does some of his best work on the, the way. And an extreme example of that, something that happened in, in, in my life one time is, is that it was one of those days that I, man, I had way, 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 way too much to do. And I even looked at Bobby and said, I, I have no idea how I'm gonna get through what I have to do to, today. And it wasn't, the words weren't out of my mouth until I got a phone call from, from Mary Ann who said, hey, there's somebody dying. They don't go to our church, but would you just, they only have a few hours or a few days to live. Would you go in and just talk to that person? Well, how do you say no to that, you know? Even though you have so much, but I am thinking, oh, now there's just even, even more to do. This isn't on my calendar. How am I gonna fit this in? And I go there, and long story short, man, this guy and I hit it off, and I was able to share, share Jesus with him, and he gave his life to Jesus Christ. And then a couple days later, I asked Marianne, how, you know, how's he doing? And, and uh, you know, has he passed away yet? And she said, he's completely healed. I mean, he's, he's out, you know, getting out of the hospital, and now he's out of the hospital and doing great. And, and I just thought, man, some of the coolest things were on the way. That wasn't on my calendar. That was nowhere on my calendar, but God does some amazing things on the way. In the middle of the transition is a lot of times where you got, find God at his best. And a lot of you are on the transition right now. Look for God because his hand is everywhere another thing is church hadn't even started yet but God was already at work I love that I mean, this is if this had happened in the temple that's one thing but this happened before they even got in the temple to pray and I love the fact that so many people are touched before as, as they're just even walking into the building you can't have no idea how many people at our taste of crossroads when we said you know what brought you in what brought you back and so many of them say this so many of them say you know we just walked in the building and man we felt the presence of God and people have been touched before the music ever starts there's people who have been healed before the music ever starts there's people who have been encouraged challenged convicted whatever it is before we even started the service because God loves to show up even before we start anything he's already doing great things and then often God shows up when we're not even expecting him this beggar wasn't expecting a miracle I was expecting or hoping for was some change and Peter and, and John they weren't expecting a miracle you know to be the, the 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 you know the people who who made a miracle happen they were just they were just going to church right and I love that 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 some of the greatest things God has ever done for me some of the greatest blessings just came out of the blue I mean, something that I wasn't expecting at all. He showed me something. He had me experience something. He blessed me with something. And you know one thing? I love to do that with my kids when, when they were kids. I love, to, I love to just, you know, come and say, hey, how about some ice cream? Let's go get some ice cream. Or I'd love to go and take them somewhere, take them to a, a museum or a park or to, a, to, a, to, to, you know, to an amusement park or anything like that or, or bring a gift home. And I love to see the joy and the excitement in their faces as I just did something unexpected, a blessing for them. And if I'm wicked and I do that, how much more is God who's just, you know, complete generosity and joy and love and everything willing to do that and do amazing things even when we don't expect them? And you know, both partners were in transition, weren't they? 
Both part, I mean, both people. You had Peter and John were in transition to the temple. The man was on transition, the beggar, on transition to, to be there where he could, could beg. But here's the thing that I love about this. While they were transitioning, God was positioning. I'm going to say that again. While they were transitioning to go from one place to another, God was positioning them. God was placing them exactly where they should be. And I want you to know God's doing the exact thing right now. As we go through this time of transition, as you go through your own specific time of transition, God is positioning you for something great. God is positioning you to take you deeper. God is positioning you for a greater blessing in your life. And that's true of you. That's true of what God wants to do in your family. That's true of what God wants to do in, at, uh, in this church. That God wants to, he is positioning us during this transition. You know, we've gone through different transitions as a, as a church. We've, we've met in different places. We used to meet at a, a roller rink. Then we met at a, a warehouse. And now we, now we meet in this, this beautiful facility. And, and, things, and, and also, he is, he's transitioned us through different staff and different leadership. He's transitioned us through people that have, that have left and people who have come. But here's the thing I want you to know. That every time God transitions you, every time God transitions us... It's to take us, the Bible says, from glory to glory. That means from better to, you know, from good to, to better to, to best. God never takes us from glory to, to, to here or glory to the same thing. He always takes us from glory to glory. But don't miss this. That doesn't mean that for a time you may go backwards, okay? Because think of this. If I was just to jump from here to here, no big deal, right? But if I'm gonna jump eight or 10 feet, man, I gotta take a running start, right? I've gotta go backwards in order to go forwards. If I'm gonna take a, an, an arrow and I'm gonna shoot the arrow, that arrow has to go backwards before, it goes, before it's launched forward. And I'm talking to some of you right now. There's some of you that right now, you feel like you're going backwards in life instead of forward. I mean, you're not even where you were. You're going, it just feels like in life that you're going backwards. And man, I know I'm talking to somebody here. And, and right now, I really believe that God wants to say something to, to you. And that right now, you may feel like you're going backwards. This is only because God is positioning you to launch forward. God is transitioning you to positioning you. He's taking you backwards in order to launch you forward in a greater way than you've ever experienced in your, in your life. And something else, too, is... Peter and John went to, you know, they went to, to pray. That's a, you know, and, and, and what happened is, is then this guy, they look at him and they see him and, and he asks for money. And, and Peter looks at him and says, look at me. And the man looks at him expecting to get some, some money. And he says this, he says, silver and gold, I don't have. But what I have, I'm gonna give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. I love what he said. I love that part. He said, look, I don't have any in coin. I don't have any, 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 any money. But what I have, I have a name. And it's not my name because my name doesn't, wouldn't do diddly for, your, for, for what you need right now. But I have the name that's above every other name. I have the name that's above any sin, sickness, need, uh, any, any problem, any, any circumstance. It's the name of Jesus Christ. And God has given me that name in order to give that name to you. And I say, I use that name to say rise and walk in the name of Jesus. And I want you to know who else has God given that name to? He's given that to us, hasn't he? Listen to Jesus saying that in two ways, in two times in, in John chapter 14. I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask for anything in my name and I will do it. John 16, 24. Until now you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be com uh, complete. 
And to going on, it says, taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, the right hand. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. I could teach, uh, preach 10 sermons on this one part, but I love this. First, Peter helped him up, right? You and I know people who are going through transitions right now, and you and I know how, how hard and difficult those transitions can be. And God wants us to be like Peter and reach down and help those people. You know what a difference is. And I want you to think about somebody right now that you know that is going through a difficult transition. Think about them. What is God telling you that you could do to help them, to reach out and be that hand to help them, to help them up? The other thing is the man was only hoping for change, right? I mean, this is what he's hoping for. He's hoping for change. But God had a whole different change in mind. He had a whole different change. In fact, he was not only wanting to change the man, he was wanting to transform the man. What is the difference between transformation, change and transformation? Change is kind of usually an external thing, right? Like the weather changes, our circumstances change. But transformation, that's something that happens inside. Our mind is transformed. Our heart is transformed. So there's the, 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 big difference, the big difference there. And, and also, this man's feet and ankles were made strong. That's, that's the change, right? But then he had to act out that change. He had to live out that change, didn't he? It wasn't enough just to have the, the ankles. That was the change. But the transformation was now he is walking and leaping and praising God, and his life was never the same. See, a lot of people, they go through a transition, but they never, they never change. You and I know people who have gotten older but they've not gotten wiser. You and I know people that have gone through an experience and they've never learned from that experience. You and I know people, two different people, the two people can go through the exact same experience and one just keeps doing the same stupid things and the other, or the, and the other is better, one's bitter, the other's better and, and we know people like that and which one are we gonna be when we go through the transitions of, uh, of life? And also, I just wanna talk about for a second the cut. The cup that he, he was the guy that used this, the cup all the time to just get the coins from the, from the people at, at the, that had mercy on him. But here's the thing in order to grab Peter's right hand, what did he have to do? He had to get rid of the cup, he had to put down the, the cup. Let me ask you this in order to receive a blessing from, the blessing from God or ta- God to, to pick you up, to take you where he wants you to, to go, is there something you need to get rid of? Is there something you need to lay down? Maybe you need to lay down excuses. Maybe you need to, to, to lay down just where, where you're, you, you know, you're content exactly where you are. And maybe it's, it's complacency where, where you know, you're saying, I'm laying that down, and you know what? I'm gonna get involved. I'm gonna do a ministry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start reading my Bible. I'm gonna start getting involved in the, in the, the church. Maybe it's, it's a bitterness or a jealousy that you need to lay down. I don't know what it is, but what is it in your life that we need to lay down in order to be everything? Maybe it's a lust. Maybe it's, it's, a, it's a habit. Maybe it's a lifestyle. Maybe it's something. Maybe it's friends you need to lay down uh, in order for God to give us uh, new and even better ones. But something too, notice this. The Bible says he clinged, the, uh, the, the guy, he clinged to God and the, or the, to Peter. And the actual word there for cling is the same word that is used to be arrested. I mean, this guy is giving a, a wrestler's hold onto Peter. He is not gonna let go. And I just thought of this, that I, I think that uh, what it takes to have transformation in the midst of, of transition is for us to just cling to God 
And there's times that you and I are gonna go through things in this and go, God, I don't understand this season. And I don't understand this change and I don't understand this transition that I'm going through. But here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cling to you. I'm gonna keep believing in you. I'm gonna grab the old rugged cross no matter what goes on until I have splinters in my chest. I'm gonna hold on to you and I'm not letting go. And I know you're gonna take me through this transition. And I know you're gonna show up in the middle of this transition. And I know you're gonna make my, 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 my legs walk again and I'm gonna be able to leap and walk and praise God and, and everything. And what is God telling you to do here? And if we could, could, uh, could bow our head and pray. God, thank you. Thank you so much that you're a God that is in the midst of the transition. That while we're even on our way, God, that you're, uh, you're working. And God, thank you that some of the best things that you ever do are between one season of our life and another season of our, of our life. So God, we give you this transition. We ask that you are the, the Lord of this transition. We look to you, we cling to you, Lord God, in the midst of this. And we thank you, Lord God, that you never let us go. Thank you, God, that you are faithful and true. Thank you, God, that you never leave us or forsake us. We love you, Jesus Christ, and in your name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. God bless you. Thanks again for listening to the Crossroads Podcast. Check back with us weekly to hear more messages. We hope you have a blessed day.